What's up, everybody? This is the DK Sports Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. And on this week's episode, we have the NFL Mock Draft 1.0, as it is draft week. And we have a special guest on the show. It is Misericordia Cougar great Colton Pine, number 9, is joining us to give us his draft expertise. Um, Really, there's a couple reaches that we both have. But overall, it was a fun time with Colton, and I hope you guys enjoy it. I'll uh, post the results of this mock draft on our Instagram page at DK Sports Podcast and on Twitter at DK Sports Podcast. Feel free to like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. Colton Pine, welcome to the DK Sports Podcast. How are you? No complaints over here, Dan. How you doing, brother? Doing well, man. Doing well. Happy uh, one week away from the draft. You know, as a a 49ers fan, uh, I wouldn't call it too much happy with all this Mac Jones talk, but I guess we'll get into that here shortly. Absolutely. You're not a big Mac Jones guy? Um... You know, I was I was I was not against it when we were picking the twelve, but now we're at three. I definitely can say I'm not a fan. You'd you'd rather just pick them at twelve, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I think um, it's it's kind of crazy, especially leading up to the draft. How you see it on ESPN, Fox uh, Sports, that Justin Fields is his value and his stock is dropping dramatically, and Mac Jones is like the next Tom Brady, which I. Me personally, I don't, I don't think that's the case as well. So, um, yeah, no, I appreciate you being able to hop on. We're gonna run through this mock draft, and uh, before we begin, we mentioned no trades um, on this version of the uh, mock draft. But you know, maybe we'll run a second one sometime leading up to the draft. So, do you have the uh, draft order in front of you? I sure do. All right, so. So the way we'll do it, uh, you'll you'll take the odds. I'll take the evens. That gives you a chance to draft for your 49ers and for me, Love the, it. Phil- the Philadelphia Eagles, who are <laughs> a dumpster fire. But you know, we'll we'll see. I'm I'm hopeful that Nick Sirianni can turn it around, playing rock paper scissors with the uh, prospects. But um, let's let's get it started. So with the first pick of the 2021 NFL draft. Who are you taking? This is a uh, been talked about for too long now. So Trevor Lentz, Trevor Lentz, Trevor Lawrence, excuse me, uh, going, going to the Jacksonville Jaguars with Urban Meyer. Um, we knew this was coming. Um, people don't talk about how good Trevor Lawrence is, honestly, because everybody already has him locked in them, but he is prospect. Uh, one of the best in a long time. And I think uh, he'll do great things in Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I think it's a perfect uh, match with him and Urban Meyer, and and I believe the Jags already gave him his uh, gave him the playbook to take a look at. So I think that's a pretty sure lock there. Um, number two, we have the New York Jets, J E T S, Jets, 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 and to be honest, it's a lot of talk about this player. Um, you know, before the offseason hit us, but. Uh, you know, I think it's it's 
not necessarily a lock, but but I think Zach Wilson to the New York Jets is uh, is is a good pick there. Just you know, they need a quarterback. They just got rid of Sam Darnold for for a bunch of picks, and um, you know they they can really go Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, or even Mac Jones. I mean, you know, as long as they're able to protect them and give them weapons, then you know I'm sure he'll succeed there. What I'm are your thoughts you. on Zach Wilson? Seems to be the lock. Uh, I would love to him to fall to the Niners at three, but um, I'm definitely okay with this next guy going at three. Uh, so moving on, Niners at three. Justin Fields, Ohio State. He's been my uh, my guy since since the jump. So my crazy wow. thing is the whole Mac Jones type. There's not a single person that I saw before the Niners traded up to three that had Mac Jones picking in the top eight 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 picks. Um, yeah. All of a sudden, the Niners go to three, and Mac Jones is the, is the top guy because he's he's Shanahan's prototypical quarterback. I think that they, just, they need somebody to talk about because the first two picks are locked in, uh, so they want to try to create some drama there at three. I think Justin Fields is the guy. If it's Trey Lance, I'll be okay. But uh, my gut says Justin Fields, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, yeah, I I don't blame you. I I think Justin Fields. I mean, with his years at Ohio State, he's Really, and with this draft class, it's been Trevor Lawrence and the number two guy's been Justin Fields. And Zach Wilson, I mean, people will knock him for playing a cookie-cutter, you know, schedule being at BYU. But, um, you know, Justin Fields, I I think, is the number two quarterback of this draft. Um, You know, I took Zach Wilson just because I think it's the Jets are pretty much in love with the guy. So, um, moving on to the Atlanta Falcons. So... The Falcons, they they had a crappy year last year, uh, mainly on the defensive end, but you also have Matt Ryan, who's 35 years old. He's getting paid like 40 million, or it's like 35, 40 million a year. Um, you know, he's, and, and they can't get out of that contract. So, I mean, I think Trey Lance to the Falcons would be the pick here. Just, um... To be quite honest, you know, have Trey Lance be the quarterback to sit behind Matt Ryan for a year or two, and then when they can get out of the contract, it's his team. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> love to hear that. Replacing Matt Ryan, um, I would I would have went with Pitts just uh, just because to, to make the most out of Julio and Matt Ryan's final years. But you gotta love the pick for the future for the Falcons as an organization. When, when is the next time they're gonna pick at number four? You know. Right. Well, well, with with the way they played last year, maybe it's this next upcoming draft <laughs> in the future. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. So number five, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they have, uh, you know, Joe Burrow coming off the ACL injury. Where are you going with the Bengals? Yeah, I think a lot of people are back and forth with uh, Jamar Chase. I mean, in this mock draft, Kyle Pitts is available, so that uh, makes it a tougher decision, but I'm still going with the O-lineman. The best left tackle in the draft is Panay Sewell from Oregon. Um, Bingo. Yep. I think you you got to get younger at the position. You got to get better at the position. If you want to protect your quarterback, uh, you see what Andrew Luck turned out to be after so many injuries. You, you, that's the worst thing you want to happen for a franchise quarterback. And you know you have that in Burrow. So protect him while you can. I think that's the, the smartest pick. Maybe not the best. Maybe not the better player, but I think it's a smarter pick at the time. You got to go Panay Sewell. Yeah. Yeah, I like the pick. I I think it's it really comes down to, hey, you could get 
Joe Burrow's uh, former teammate in Jamar Chase. You could go with Kyle Pitts, get him a weapon. But, like, if Joe Burrow's not standing on his two feet, then there's no point in getting that weapon. You you need to protect the quarterback. And that's the biggest thing when these quarter these quarterbacks come out of college. You know, they go to these situations where the O-line's in complete shambles and they're getting killed and then they're deemed a bust, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah, so number Miami Dolphins. So the Dolphins took Tua last year. Um, you know, not sure if he's the answer. I'm not saying they're going to go quarterback at six, but I think they need to get, you know, another downfield threat. Um, and, I mean, Kyle Pitts is sitting there. Miami Dolphins are going to take Kyle Pitts, match him up with Gasicki. That's that's an insane one-two combo right there. Yeah, I'm with you. Because, I think when they, were, when they were picking at three, I think that was still an option, you know? Right. And and the biggest thing with the Dolphins is, well, and Kyle Pitt, he's technically a tight end, but he is such a freak athlete. He's They're comparing him to Calvin Johnson. Like, he's, he's just so athletic. You can line him up, you know, out at, as a wideout, and then you have Gasicki in as a tight end, and it's a nightmare for defenses. Yeah, good luck covering that, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, number seven, we have the Detroit Lions. They just they made the big trade this offseason for, uh, well, getting rid of Stafford and bringing in Jared Goff. They got Motor City Dan Campbell running the show. Where are they going at number seven? Yeah, I think they bring in the best playmaker since Calvin Johnson to come into as a receiver, and it's going to be Jamar Chase. Um, Kenny Galladay goes to New York. Golden Tate's been yep. gone for a couple of years now. Uh, Calvin's been out for a while. I think they got to get their their top their top playmaker. Uh, DeAndre Swift seems to be fit all right in that offense. We'll see what Jared Goff does, I guess. But uh, I think they still need to get a dog on the outside. And Jamar Chase is exactly that. He is he is the dog at the receiver position. You know I love those dogs at receiver. Uh, I've been barking since I've been barking since I've been playing. So um, I think um, Detroit would be silly to pass him up there. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I think uh, you know they they need they haven't had that. I mean they've had Galladay and a few other guys, um, but you know they just haven't been you know that great since having that guy like Calvin Johnson. I, I mean, Matt Stafford's been great for them, but, you know, their defense has been brutal. But um, bringing in Jamar Chase is going to definitely help Jared Goff, um, you know, transition over to, um, you know, the Detroit Lions for sure. Yeah, 100% agree with you, man. Perfect. So where are we at? We're number eight. So number eight, we have the Carolina Panthers. They just made the trade for um, – for Sam Darnold uh, with the Jets. And one thing I realized, you know, as soon as that trade went down is Sam Darnold's only 23 years old, you know, and he's been three years in the league, which is crazy. Um, You know, he just never had the, never had the offensive line and they didn't really give him any weapons besides Robbie Anderson for a year or so. And I think Robbie Anderson's on the Panthers now, right? Sure is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so re reuniting with Robbie, um, you know, I think the Panthers would be 
you know, better off getting another um, weapon for Sam Darnold. So they're going to go with Devontae Smith. Wow, love it. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, people are saying that his size is, you know, he's too skinny, but like, I mean, you have guys like, uh, for example, Justin Jefferson, he was a buck 70 and Devontae Smith's 166. He came in the league, tore it up. He's a Heisman winner for a reason. He's a playmaker. It's like, I don't know. I, I just don't get the knock, you know, for him being too skinny. If the kid can ball, like the kid can ball, you know? Yeah, he's a, he's a playmaker for sure. He's a playmaker. Uh, I don't think weight's going to be he, a, a big factor in a league. I think that he gets he's a dog. They'll find, they'll find ways to get him open. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think he's a dog for sure. Number nine, we have the Denver Broncos. Yeah, uh, this is one here. They have a lot of options on their team. Uh, I know they want quarterback competition, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Mac Jones. Uh, okay. Might be a little bit early, but. Uh, I think they're all right at DB, so I think they're going to go uh, with Mac Jones here to get some position for Drew Locke and, and see who's going to be the best one out of the two. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I I think it's really, you know, the top, you know, the top five quarterbacks. You know, you could see them, you could see somebody like the Broncos or, for example, maybe even the Patriots, somebody might jump up to number five with the Bengals to go get, you know, that fifth quarterback, whether it's Trey Lance, Mac Jones, or Fields, for example. Exactly. It's, it's really a crapshoot with these quarterbacks. Um, it's, it kind of starts with the Niners at three, so we'll just play it how it falls here, and, and that's what I think the the, the Broncos would do if, if that's how the board fell. Yeah, absolutely. So, moving on with the Dallas Cowboys. Your favorite so, squad. No, that's not true at all. Um, <laughs> so the Cowboys, their needs, I mean, tight end, defensive end, cornerback, safety. I mean, you saw what happened at the beginning of the year last year. Dak Prescott was putting up insane numbers with that offense, with those weapons. Um, but their defense was giving up like 40 points a game, you know? So I think uh, this next pick is going to be you know it's going to be one two with uh this guy and another corner so i'm gonna go patrick certain the second um for the dallas cowboys yeah he he kind of just seems like a cowboy to me I and mean, you've been hearing that a lot um if you if you watch any of the, the different networks out there i mean you always hear him his name to the cowboys locked in other than the yep. kyle pitts bs that you hear on uh, or whatever else, but um, I definitely think they're going corner if they say a ten. So, uh, good pick with Retain there. I think he's the best one in the draft. Yeah. Number eleven, we have the New York Football Giants. Um, you know, me personally, just throwing this out there, I I think you know they still need to sh- shore up that offensive line, um, protect Daniel Jones if he is the answer. You know. Yeah, definitely. I thought thinking about Jalen Waddle a little bit here because he's uh, he's a burner for sure. Uh, but with Rashawn Slater still on the board, I think uh, it's a it's a no brainer. Uh, he can play multiple positions across O line, and as you said, the Giants O line has been poop the past couple of years. So you bring yep. a guy that can do it all. Um, yeah, I think it's a great pick. So you're going Slater? 
Slater for sure. All right. So moment of truth. Number 12 for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, there are so many holes on this team that one draft pick at, I mean, first off, why are we trading back a month out of the draft? Why not wait till draft day? Can you answer that? Yeah, maybe they, they just knew they were going to get more and they were comfortable with where they were going back to. I mean, I can't answer it. I don't work for the team, but uh, <laughs> that would be my guess is they were comfortable with the players on their board and how it fell and being going back only only six spots. I guess they were fine with whatever fell to them. Yeah, yeah. So so I know um, being a, an Eagles fan for, you know, 20-plus years and watching Howie Roseman just totally – dropped the ball in the last couple of drafts minus the 2018 draft but he's not gonna go linebacker here I mean I do want to pick Micah Parsons dude's an absolute stud for Penn State but we haven't had a thousand yard receiver since Jeremy Macklin of like 2015 so there's a fun (laughs) stat for you um so we're gonna go Jalen Waddle and pair him up with Jalen Hurts and Jalen Reger and we're gonna go all right, I like that. Uh, yeah. You got to get, get hurt some type of weapons, you know. I uh, lose to Sean Jackson. Is Travis Fulgham going to be a, a number one or a number two? Uh, you guys don't really know what Rager is yet, so I think adding a weapon is a no-brainer for sure. Absolutely. Next up, we have the Los, An- Los Angeles Chargers with the rookie of the year, Justin Herbert. Yeah, I think uh, there's two places they can kind of go in this spot. Uh, either being protecting Herbert with a tackle. Um, the top two are gone, so I think they go with corner. And I think they go with um, J.C. Horn. I think they go with uh, the man out of South Carolina. He's a he's a dog. Uh, everyone everyone keeps hyping him up. You know, his dad played for the Saints and everything. So uh, I think he's going to be a top 15 pick and well-deserving. Um, great three-year starter there and uh, I think he fits right in with the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree. I and and I was thinking about um, going corner for the Eagles, you know, at twelve. But but I think we we just need to have more weapons for Hurts. Let him succeed. Um, you know, give him a full year to you know prove that he's a franchise guy. And if not, we have three first rounds in the next draft. So or two, maybe three. But nonetheless. J.C. Horn's a good pick. So, moving on, we have the Minnesota Vikings. Now, their their defense was, I mean, they, they had a rough year last year, to say the least. Um, you know, Justin Jefferson was an absolute dog last year. Uh, don't think they really need to go offense. I, I mean, they could go O-line here, but I think they're going to shore up the... Uh, Secondary with uh, the safety from TCU, uh, Trayvon Morig. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's Absolutely. Pick right there. He's he's a stud. Uh, I think he's a true center center fielder, and he uh, he can cover some ground. Uh, you don't really see him in too many mock drafts this high, but I like the pick. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think um, you know I saw comparisons. He's, he's an absolute playmaker, um, and he, he can line up, you know, deep in the secondary or be down in the box. He's, he 
they're comparing him to Tyron Matthew. Not going to say he is the next Tyron Matthew, but, uh, you know, I watched a couple TCU games last year and he was a pretty solid ball, ball hawking safety, safety, excuse me. Yeah. Who do you got for 15? The Patriots. Yeah, I can't believe this guy's here. Uh, he's one of the best defenders in the draft. It's Micah Parsons. Talk about versatile defenders. This dude can uh, he can rest the pasture. He can play middle linebacker. He's a speed demon. Uh, he went to he went to high school in Harrisburg, PA, where I was there for a little bit. So I got to see him play there. I went on to Penn State. Um, this dude can do it all. So I think he's a Bill Belichick to a T defender. Uh, you can move him all over the field. Uh, he'll fit right in day one on their defense. Gotcha. Yeah, no, and and that was a another big thing, especially early in the season for the Patriots was uh, failure to stop the run. People were running all over him. Um, so Michael Parsons is a great pick. I I mean, you know, next week for the actual draft, I I see him going potentially in, in the top ten. Um, you know, I think Denver could potentially use him there. But yeah, the Patriots, uh, great great pick there. Who do we got next? We got the Arizona Cardinals. Um, so, you know, Kyler Murray is, you know, he, I thought he played pretty well last year. What were your thoughts on Kyler? I mean, I'm not a fan. I'm a Niners fan, so I, I hate everybody in the division. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's special, man. He he, he can he can scramble. He can sling it. Uh, he's got D-hop now, so he's definitely a threat. So, I uh, got respect yeah. for him, but I'm definitely not a, I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> Right, and and they just signed. Uh, who they just signed? AJ, AJ Green, and AJ Green too. There yeah. you go. Um, yeah, so so they got weapons for him. JJ Watt just went went out there. Um, so really, I think they're gonna sh- shore up that uh, defensive line, and they're gonna take the uh, D lineman from uh, Alabama, Christian Barmore. Uh, dude's an absolute tank up front, and you know they'll sh- shore up that defensive end. Kyler and that offense are they're going to be able to put up points with you know all of those weapons and hopefully uh, I, I mean not as a Niners fan but you know it's it's always fun to watch him play and for them to put up points yeah I hope it's Nick Bosa chasing him down and sacking him but you know he's definitely he's definitely an entertaining player um, so no arguments on on this side all right, who do we have next? We got the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, they they decided this one's a pretty easy one for me. They decided to uh, ship off their entire offensive line this offseason. So I'm going with um, Elijah Vera Tucker at USC. He can play tackle or guard. Uh, so I guess wherever they decide to plug and play other fellas who they bring in, uh, they find out the best of the best and they put them where they can play because uh, they got rid of Hudson. Uh, who else did they get rid of? I think Anita's gone. Um, yeah. The tackle, uh, Brown's gone. Uh, he's back to New England. Uh, who else? They got rid of a couple other guys, too, on the offensive line. So they're they're thin there. So I think that's definitely one of the picks in the early rounds. And Barrett uh, is a versatile player, so I think he's plug and play. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. It was a span of, uh, I'd say, a week and a half, and their whole starting offensive line was gone. <laughs> so moving forward, we got the uh, Miami Dolphins. And the biggest thing, we, we gave them, you know, a weapon in uh, Kyle Pitts earlier. And 
they need to shore up that offensive line. Christian uh, Darasaw from uh, Virginia Tech. I, I think it's kind of a no-brainer if you want to protect Tua and he's the future. You got to keep him upright. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I think Darasaw is more of a, a true tackle, whether it's right or left. I think you can play both, probably more on the right side, but um, I won't just because he's more he can play inside and outside, and the, the Raiders kind of need it all. So I think it's a great pick to yeah. follow him up. All right, we have the Washington football team at 19. Where are you going with this pick? Yeah, I guess, uh, hypothetically, you're hearing some things where they could trade up for a quarterback. Um, doesn't look like that's what's going to happen, but I think they have to go with uh, Caleb Fari. He's uh, a cornerback who's who's has some back issues, but he's hypothetically sometimes people call him the number one quarter in the corner in the draft um, based on his skill set. So I think that's a steal for them at 19. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest thing, and I and I saw a couple mock drafts where they had the Eagles taking Farley, and and that's the one thing that we don't need is another injured player, um, but. You know, if he can get over the back issues, I think, um, you know, Washington being able to shore up the uh, backside of that set, that uh, defense with because Darby just went to, I believe it was Denver. Um, so get bringing in Caleb Farley with that great defensive front. I mean, I have Washington and I hate to say it, but I think Washington's going to win the NFC East. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I hate to say it, but that that defense is some something special to be quite honest with you. So, moving on with the Chicago Bears, um, they have the they have Andy Dalton as their quarterback for the year, um, which you know there were rumors saying that Russell Wilson was going to you know be traded or you know there was a couple other uh, Aaron Rodgers might go to the Bears crazy things this offseason but nonetheless uh they have Andy Dalton and he's apparently the starting quarterback there so they're gonna go with uh Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota to um pair up with uh Allen Robinson and uh try to jump start that offense oh wow I like that pick right there that's a good one yeah you got the Colts the coming up Yep, we got the Colts who made the big trade for Carson Wentz, and I still think it's a mistake on the Eagles' part. But nonetheless, that's you know that's time for another day. But anyway, going with the Colts, where do you see them going? Yeah, I think they I think they add another playmaker. I think they get uh, Kadarius Tony from Florida. Um, I know wow. after the top after the top three, it's kind of a crapshoot of. Uh, who's the next couple guys, but I think he's he's a guy who's just so electric on the field. He's a little bit of Percy Harvin to him. Uh, and I think with T.Y. Hilton getting a little bit older, I think he's a guy who could uh, come in and learn a lot and even contribute year one and two. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I mean, watching the, watching the uh, Florida Gators play this past season, I mean, Kyle Trask was putting up crazy s- stupid numbers because he had Kyle Pitts and then he had Tony. You know, they, they were just get the ball in space and then, you know, they they did the rest. It made life easy for Trask. And um, that's that's an, another thing that, you know, it's not necessarily an issue I have. But Kyle Trask had a great year last year and he's not even being talked about as one of the top guys, which is 
I mean, I'm not a scout, but it's mind-boggling to me. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of top guys this year. This year's a big, uh, big question mark. Yeah. So the Tennessee Titans, they're up at 22. Um, their needs kind of range from offense and defense. I, I mean, really, their secondary uh, wasn't great last year. So they're going to go with um, Greg Newsom from uh, Northwestern and uh, shore up the uh, secondary there. Yeah, from what I've seen, he's a he's he's a good DB. He can play inside and outside. Um, he can run with the best of them, and he's he's yeah. not scared to put his nose into it. So, I think it's a good fit. Yeah, and uh, and I I was watching a couple highlights on Greg Newsom, and uh, the passer rating against him was a thirty-one point seven, which is pretty mind-boggling. Oh wow! Yeah, I take that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We have the New York Jets at 23 uh, because of the Jamal Adams trade. Um, so they have the Seattle pick, which is now the Jets. Yeah, Jets picking again. They got um, Zach Wilson at two overall. I think in an ideal world, they'd probably want to get a, a, another lineman to protect him. Um, but the top mm-hmm. the top couple are gone here. So I'm going to go with the best defensive player available. I think that's Jeremiah Wosukoromora from Notre yeah. Dame. He's versatile, man. He can he can play linebacker. He can come off the edge. Uh, he can cover tight ends. He can check some backs and in, in some holes, and he can take on a fullback. So uh, I think that's a good fit. Best player available for the Jets there. Yeah, no, I I uh, like that a lot. I I think um, he him and uh, Parsons are are the top two linebackers, and you know they're they're bait. I mean, watching Notre Dame play, watching Penn State play, they're basically the same player just making plays all over the field um awusu had the uh fumble recovery against clemson uh when they beat clemson which was pretty pretty crazy pretty crazy game so next we have the pittsburgh steelers and this one's pretty interesting So with the 24th pick, I took Asante Samuel Jr. out of Florida State for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Great pick there. They need some DB help. Um, for sure. You know, his dad was an old eagle, so I know I know you got respect for him, right? He's an absolute stud. His dad was, and so is Asante Samuel Jr. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. All right, with the 25th pick, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to go with uh, Quiddy Pay, the uh, edge player from Michigan. I feel like he slid, slid a little bit. Um, one of the top edge guys in the class, and I think uh, Jacksonville can use help really anywhere on the roster right now. So um, I think that's a plug-and-play, either a third-down pass rusher or maybe even a starter come the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I definitely like the pick. Um, yeah, Pay and – oh, is it Oway? Jason Oway? Yeah, from Penn State. Yeah. 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 I think he's going to end up going to the Browns. He ran up. Well, first off, the whole draft class this year was insanely fast because everything was virtual. Like, everyone was running four threes. Yeah. There's no, like, there's no combine. It's not going to be as, as realistic as it was like, in, the, in the years past. There's, that's why this year is so difficult. You can't compare it to 
the years past because there's so many different variables that are that are different. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, uh, and Jason Oway ran a four three seven, and so, so did Micah Parsons, which is insane. Um, so yeah, Jason Oway to uh, to the Cleveland Browns at twenty six. I like that. That's for sure. Who are the Baltimore Ravens taking at 27? Yeah, so they just traded away um, Orlando Brown to the Chiefs for the 31st pick. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they packaged those two picks to move up to get a receiver. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Rondell Moore definitely fits in their offense. So, he's a he's a 5'9", 180 guy at, at a Purdue, but uh, he's got some oh, yeah. him, him, Hollywood Brown, and then you keep... Uh, Keep Mark Andrews in the middle, and you keep pounding the rock with J.K. Dobbins and Lamar Jackson. I think, I think you add an electric guy to your offense. Uh, they got Sammy Watkins this year too, so that's even some more speed uh, for yeah. the Ravens. Rondell Moore, okay, from Purdue. Five, yeah, he's five nine, and and he he's just an insanely fast, quick uh, playmaker. So next we have the New Orleans Saints. So, the Saints, are they rolling with Jameis? I'd see that him or Taysen. I don't think they're getting the guy that's going to, that, at that low in the draft, at least, that's going to start day one. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, I I think they'll they'll take a flyer on maybe a Kyle Trask or Kellen Mond type. Maybe they'll go a day three guy like Ian Book or um, Shane B- Bouchel from uh, SMU. But uh, so with the 28th pick, I, I mean, I think the biggest needs that they have, you could go wide receiver, you could go linebacker, um, corner. But I think uh, they'll end up taking uh, the wide receiver um, from LSU, Terrace Marshall Jr. Um, he's an absolute stud. Uh, it was really him and, well, last year it was mainly him because uh, Chase sat out, but um, especially during the uh, national championship run, it was uh, you know Chase and Marshall Jr. getting the majority of the receptions from uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, that's the one thing that uh, that went into my pick at five with the Bengals um, turning down Jamar Chase. I feel like there was a chance for them to get Terrence Marshall at thirty-three, but uh, not in this one. So that's I think that's still a great pick. Um, he's a stud receiver. He's six-three, two hundred pounds. You know, uh, yeah. he can do it all. Yeah, I, and I was thinking, you know, the Saints still have Michael Thomas. Um, you know, they pair him up with Terrace Marshall Jr. Um, or, you know, I was thinking of them taking Elijah Moore, who's a smaller receiver from Ole Miss, still an absolute playmaker. So, who do you have the Packers taking? The yeah, big quarterback. No, you just, you just, you just talked about him. So, I, I think this is the year they 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 realize Aaron Rodgers is is uh is the best of the best, and, and they need to get him some more help. So I think Elijah Moore is the guy. Um, he's not the biggest receiver, but I think you add him in, into the mix with Devontae Adams and, and Lazard and, and Valdez Scanlane and all those other guys, and Tanyan, who actually played well. Aaron Jones coming back. You get Elijah Moore in the mix. It gives it another weapon for the Packers, and uh, I think that's just what Aaron Rodgers needs. Yeah, no, I definitely ag- agree with that. Um, you know, it was a big outrage last year when they traded up a couple spots and then drafted a quarterback. Didn't really make sense, but it worked out well because Aaron Rodgers played like an MVP. So, um, 
you know, if that was a way to motivate Aaron Rodgers, it worked out great. But, you know, they still lost in the NFC Championship game like they did the year before. So, you know, maybe <laughs> they get some help this year. But anyway, moving on with the Buffalo Bills. We're going to go with the defensive end from the U, Jalen Phillips. Um, he had nine sacks last year. It's just going to shore up the defensive line in Buffalo. Um, you know, they, they had a great year offensively. And even from a defensive perspective, in the uh, playoff game, they shut down the uh, Ravens offense. And, um, you know, it's really uh, looking more towards, you know, Josh Allen's going to take that next step. And that offense is going to continue to go. And, you know, Sean McDermott's a defensive-minded coach. And uh, they're going to get more help on the uh, defensive uh, side of the ball. Yeah, you got to like that. Uh, defense definitely uh, <laughs> is a need for them. Um, no no arguments there. I think Josh, Josh Allen's got, got most of it on control. Yeah, so now we have... This would have been Kansas City spot, but now it's the Baltimore Ravens. Where yes. are the Ravens going again? So, receiver, uh, I think the second time around, they get some edge help. Uh, they get Aziz Larjoy from Georgia. Uh, he's only a sophomore, so um, but still really athletic, 6'3", 240. Um, he's more versatile, kind of kind of similar to Mara um, from uh, Notre Dame. Uh bunch of different things come off the edge play linebacker cover some backs uh so i think that's the first style playmaker for baltimore's defense here they got guys all running all over the field yeah absolutely so really with the super bowl champions the tampa bay buccaneers they have pretty much every single starter returning um you know they they did a lot in free agency levante david got paid um, you know, they're bringing back guys like uh, Chris Godwin and uh, Sue's coming back. Pretty much everyone's coming back. They're running it back. Um, so really their needs, I mean, is it possible to say that they don't really need much? I mean, is Tom Brady going to play until he's 50? I mean, you can always get better. Um, yeah, that's true. So I, mean, I think, I mean, I think, if anything, they could get some depth at secondary, and uh, you know, I think they could go with the with the safety um, from Washington, Elijah Molden, to round out the first round. I like it. No running back. All right, this round. Yeah, I, I just don't see. I, I mean, you know, this has kind of been a reoccurring thing. It's like the you can find running backs like pretty much anywhere you know like for example like with the eagles you know they had a running back by committee when they won the super bowl and Corey clement was an undrafted running back and he was you know a game changer against the patriots that year um so like you know running backs can be like found late in the rounds so i mean i would say it's surprising but it really isn't you know, and I think there was a couple of reaches on my part, but overall, I think it's a pretty good mock draft. Yeah, you, you never you won't, won't won't know till Thursday, but uh, a mock draft's a mock draft. Uh, my opinion at the point in time, so you know, nothing you can do but respect it and, and see what happens. You know, absolutely, absolutely. 
Pun, I appreciate you hopping on. Um, how's how's the weather down in Myrtle? Hey, no complaints, man. We're we're seventy five and sunny. Uh, I wish I wish I was rocking a football helmet and headbutting some things, but you know, adult adult things not as easy as as it uh, as it seems. So, right. Amen to that. But uh, I appreciate you hopping on. Like I said, and uh, and we'll see what happens on Thursday. Hopefully, the Niners take Mac Jones at number three. Hard and, pass. Uh, hard pass. <laughs> all right, dude. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, and we'll talk soon. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, NFL Mock Draft 1.0. Let us know your thoughts. What were a couple surprises? Do you think Mac Jones is going to the Niners at number three? Is that a sure lock? Uh, There were a few reaches that I think were there looking back, but nonetheless, definitely enjoyed it. And the next episode will be on Wednesday where Colton is going to come back, uh, give us his next mock draft along with Justin Connolly. So excited for that. Once again, feel free to leave a comment, subscribe, rate the podcast, tell your friends about it, and uh, follow us on social media at DK Sports Podcast on Instagram and at DK Sports Podcast on Twitter. Until next time, this is DK signing off.